I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 407 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have an exciting guest to bring you guys for a Transformation Tuesday edition of First Class Fatherhood. Mike O'Hearn, better known by his American Gladiator nickname Titan, joins me on the podcast today. Mike is a four-time Mr. Universe who has really just crushed it in all aspects of his life. He became a father later in life, and he might very well be sitting on the fountain of youth formula because he looks incredibly good, and he's probably in better shape now than he was during his bodybuilding career. Mike has got a number of acting credits to his name and modeling as well. He began competing in bodybuilding events at the age of 14, and he won the Teenage Washington State Competition. It's an honor to have him on the podcast today. Mike O'Hearn will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Mike O'Hearn was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you'd like to watch the conversation between the Titan and myself, please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. All right, and if you enjoyed today's interview with Mike O'Hearn, you've got to go back and take a listen to some of the interviews I've done with other bodybuilding dads, such as Stan Efferding, Mike Bell, and Brian Shaw. Uh, tomorrow on the podcast here, I'm going to be joined by former NFL player Jack Brewer, who spoke at this year's Republican National Convention. Make sure you guys follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace to find out who else will be joining me here this week. Uh, if you guys are enjoying the show, please consider leaving me with a rating or review on iTunes or Spotify. Wherever you enjoy listening to the show, it really goes a long way to help me out. And as always, please help me spread the word about this podcast. Every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list, let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule, and every day is Father's Day. Right here with me, and I'm going to be right back with the Titan, Mike O'Hearn. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Today's episode is being brought to you by Manscaped. And dads, 2020 has been a year of things happening that are completely out of your control. But there is one thing that you can control, and that is shaving that area that made you a dad in the first place. My sponsors over at Manscaped.com are here to remind you to do so. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is a premier electric trimmer that is waterproof with advanced skin-safe technology, so you never have to worry about scratching those love spuds while you're giving yourself a smooth shave. The Lawnmower 3.0 is included in the Perfect Package 3.0, and for a limited time, when you order the Perfect Package kit, you're going to get two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag and the Manscaped Anti-Chafing Boxer Briefs. And let me tell you something right now, guys. The Anti-Chafing Cooling Boxer Briefs are the best pair of drawers I've ever put on. So what are you waiting for? Visit Manscaped.com. Use my promo code FATHER. You're going to save 20% off your order plus free shipping. That's 20% off your order plus get free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use the promo code FATHER and get rid of those short hairs in your short pants today. Joining me now, First Class Father, Mike O'Hearn. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. Let's start it like this here. How many kids you got? How old? Uh, let's say one, and uh, he is uh, a little mutant, and he's a year and a half today. Wow. Yeah, brand new. You still got the uh, the price tag on him. Did you guys find out what you were having, like a gender reveal, or did you uh, wait till the end? Uh, we, uh, we picked and choosed. Um, we did the whole genetic testing and went through it real slow. Uh, my girl is at the time was 43 in that range. And so we wanted to just make sure we could do it, do it right. Um, make sure that everything was good. I mean, they're hard enough as it is. Um, so we just want to make sure she was healthy. The baby was healthy. So 
Uh, and then we had the option. This was cool. This is cool. We had the option after the genetic testing and everything. And uh, we, uh, the, the two had merged together. Uh, we had a choice between a boy or a girl. And we thought, let's do the boy first. We can mess up a little bit. He'll still turn out fine. I can't do that to a little girl. <laughs> I got to make sure she's perfect. So, yeah, we got a little boy named Titan. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. We had three boys first. Then we got our uh, our girl on the fourth try. You guys planning on having any more? You, you one and done here. No, we still got the, the the girl on ice, as you would say, uh, the little egg, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna attempt that as soon as this craziness is over. Yeah. Um, yeah. As soon as this craziness is over, then we're gonna we're gonna attempt to go forward with that. And uh, so tell tell me, let me ask you the first question here. Then, how different the boys to the girl? It is a complete difference. Uh, I was actually like wondering myself before we had the girl how much of a difference it would be, and it's a tremendous difference. And but it, what's cool about it is getting a chance to see my boys interacting with a little sister, and it's good for me as well. So it, it's been a, it's been an awesome addition. She runs the show over here now in the family, but uh, it, it's really been it's different as far as my discipline style and how I approach discipline. Uh, my wife is kind of more of the um, the harsher disciplinarian with her. I'm still trying to improve a little bit on, on my discipline skills with her. So uh, I'm learning a lot more from her than she is from me at the moment. It works that way, doesn't it? I mean, I'm yes. only a year into the, I'm, I'm new. I'm a brand new father, a year and a half into this. Um, so I'm I'm learning as I go. But it is uh, it's as 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 amazing as people say it is. It is. But I also will never tell somebody who's like a, like I was a dog person. Uh, I could have I could have been a bachelor my whole life and just had my dogs. Uh, I was good. Um, and everybody would would say, hey, you know, you have to have a boy. You got to have a, a son or a daughter. You got to have to do this because of the fact that it's going to be something so unbelievable. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. And now <laughs> being on this side of the fence, I understand it. But I can't even comprehend when I was uh, just the single guy with the dog. I couldn't, I couldn't fathom it was this cool. Yeah, well said. If you could, Mike, just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm a four-time Mr. Universe. I'm a four-time California powerlifting champion, two-time judo champion, California. Um, I was uh, originally started on American Gladiators in my early 20s, uh, continued on to other TV shows and another show, Battledome, where I got to knock heads for a living, um, and then moved on to the new American Gladiators and other shows like Young and the Restless and Workaholics and TV appearances. And we are getting ready now, which I am excited to say. We start filming uh, the TV series Hercules in January, the new year. Wow, so, incredible. So we're going to get the freaky hair and uh, slice and diced and, uh, yeah, time to kick some more ass. Yeah, awesome. I look forward to seeing that. And so how did this experience then, Mike? I mean, you're obviously having a child later on in life. How did the experience of having a, a, a child kind of change your perspective on life? Uh, well, it gave me new motivation. Um and to push something, if, if the listeners don't know, I'm the one guy that's still around today from the famous bodybuilders from the 80s. Um, and so I'm still doing it. I'm still on stage. I'm still traveling the world doing this. And so it pushed my longevity, just being a guy, to a whole new level. But this gave me, and I know every, every father says this, but it gives you that extra motivation because I now need to be able to tussle in the next 15, 20 years as my son grows up and I want to play ball with him. Uh, so it gave me more motivation than ever before. Before that, that, that selfish motivation, I guess you would get 
from wanting to be an athlete and, and, and do the stuff I've done, that's more of a selfish motivation of me trying to be the best. And now with him, it's like I want to be the very best I possibly can for him and to make him proud. So it's a huge transformation, which is even better. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. And now the name Titan, was that negotiable here? Where you had to convince oh. your wife to go for that, or uh, was that going to be the name all this. the way? Let's put some money on this. So if they don't know, uh, my character on American Gladiators was Titan. I was the team captain and all that stuff, and it just went global. So who do you think named my boy? Well, you're throwing it to me that way. I'm going to either say, uh, I'm going to say it wasn't you. Wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody thinks it was. Why would you name your kid after you? It wasn't me. She, uh, we, we knew we were having a monster. He came out at 23 inches. And we knew what was coming out. And, and, he, and she's like, man, that's just, uh, we're going with Titan. Um, Titan Maximus O'Hearn. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. Now, if you had had the deal already, you could have called him Little Hercules or something like that. But uh, it could be a nickname that sticks. Yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> and what would you say then, Mike? What are the top values you're hoping to instill in Titan as he grows up here? Wow, that's a, it's a tough one. Um, it, it, it's and and I'm I'm learning as I go on, on what's the most important things right now because uh, you know from health and fitness you would think it would be the lifting and the exercise and stuff you do and it wasn't it was just the nutrition but it took me years and years and years to understand that. Um, so as a father, I'm still learning on what the most valuable thing to teach him. I, I think trust is the number one thing for me is for him to believe in me and, and, and trust me um, as a father that I'll be here for him regardless of what happens uh, is, is the first thing. And then from there is to, if he can, ask very little and just watch people. Watch how they are. Watch, learn from the best by watching them instead of asking them. See what their, their habits are. See how they carry themselves. Um, I, I learned that from my father who we, there was 10 of us in my family. And so I, we didn't ask a lot of questions. My dad was a teacher. We, we learned by watching and finding out what mistakes others made and paid attention to that instead of asking, because I think the world right now too is, is one of those things where you ask questions and everybody's going to give you their own personal opinion, but they don't even live by that opinion. Um, and so it's something about just watch, learn, um, adapt something that's useful and disregard and try to be a good person. Yeah, yeah, good stuff, Mike. That's a, that's what I'm doing myself here. It's still an on-the-job training process for me. My oldest is just starting high school this year, so I'm about to enter those waters of all new uh, material for me with the introduction of drugs, alcohol, girls, uh, driving, all that stuff. So um, I, I'm still kind of trying to get myself prepared for what I'm about to go through. And uh, what would you say then to, to the dads out there? You mentioned nutrition there, which is important to a lot of the dads. Uh, especially in the beginning stages of having the child, trying to stay in shape, eat healthy. What kind of advice do you got for dads out there uh, to keep that, that dad bod off as long as possible? <laughs> uh, the main thing is nutrition. And I know that with the lockdowns the way it is and everything like that, uh, I just try to teach it is nutrition. You can see from me or the baby mama, um, it's it's the eating day in and day out. The one sport, and, and I can see behind you, you have all these incredible athletes. But the one thing that... Some athletes get to do this. They get, you know, football players get to go to the field and they get to play for three, four hours and practice. And then they go home and they got their life again. Uh, same thing for UFC fighters. They're, they're in the gym for eight hours a day, wrestling, boxing, so on and so forth. But then when they go home, it's again family. When it comes to health and fitness and bodybuilding or creating that physique, 
you never leave. It's from gym, you got your two hours, then you go home and you got your nutrition every two to three hours of eating those small meals throughout the day. So you never leave it, which in a sense is beneficial because then the little ones kind of see how that mom and I eat. Um, and so they pick up on those habits and I'm hoping those habits kind of fall over to them. But for all the dad bods out there, guys, it's nutrition first and foremost. It's not about the guy that's working like a maniac in the gym. It's really about the those times at home. Yeah, yeah, good advice, Mike. And what about for you as far as um, how was the bedtime routine with uh, with Titan? How do you kind of get him down to bed? Are you a storyteller? You lullabying him? How do you work that out? All right, dads, did you put on a few pounds during the COVID-19 lockdowns? You're not alone. It's time to start eating healthy and eating right, and it's never been easier to do so with Eat Clean Bro. They make it simple to get quality food to your door. Check them out at eatcleanbro.com and look at their menu and choose from a selection of over 50 fresh, fully prepared, ready-to-eat meals. Order by 11.59 p.m. to receive your meals on the next available delivery day. Eat Clean Bro is a convenient service that is designed to bring chef-prepared meals right to your front door. They address the concerns of potential long-term health problems by removing processed foods, chemicals, and preservatives from your diet and preparing your meals fresh with all natural ingredients. So what are you dads waiting for out there? Start eating clean today. Visit eatcleanbro.com and use my promo code FATHERHOOD10. You're going to save 10% off your meals. Check them out. Eatcleanbro.com. Use the promo code FATHERHOOD10 and save 10% off your meals and eat clean bro for you as far as um how was the bedtime routine with uh with titan how do you kind of get them down to bed are you a storyteller are you lullabying them how do you work that out so we do uh daddy swim and we started at three months and so uh every night uh after his crazy day uh he and i go for a swim and we take about 30, 40 minutes, and that's our time together, and really just him and me, and we just swim together. And then after that, he's done for the night. <laughs> he gets his workout in, and he's done. So <laughs> that's uh, something I picked up at three months, and I, I'm glad I did it. Now, you, you mentioned there that it was 10 of you growing up, uh, you know, a, a lot of siblings. What type of disciplinarian was you, were your parents, and is that the type of disciplinarian you plan to be uh, with your kids? Um, I think the great thing about my parents was, and now you're probably the same way. When you have a kid, then you understand why your parents did so much that they did. Um, my parents were, uh, demanded us to grow up quickly. Um, and, and it was one of those things cause there's 10 of them. They couldn't baby us. So something they did was they said, Hey, curfew is nine o'clock. If you're not home by nine o'clock, the door's locked. And so I grew up kind of quick in that sense. And I also watched the mistakes that my brothers and sisters made. And I said, okay, I'm not making those mistakes. Let me, let me get through this childhood correctly. Uh, and so the one thing I want to teach him is not so much the, 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 it's my rules or no rules, but just try to follow my habits. Uh, try, to, try to eat well, try to do things like that. Growing up uh, back in, in my day, um, <laughs> it was one of those things that uh, even though there was 10 of us, we were all fighting for that food and all that kind of stuff and that, that uh, time and tension with the, the parents. And we just didn't get a lot of that. So it was the athletics that we took to. And so I want him to be able to have that time with me relative to the big family. Yeah, very cool. And I love the fact that, you know, you come from the big family. And I think right now, I mean, I talk about Mike on the show all the time here is that we got a fatherless crisis going on in the country. We got so many kids are growing up without a father 
in their life. And when they don't have that type of discipline from their dad, uh, we're seeing these results all over the street. I mean, I know that if my if I uh, ever threw a brick through a window, I would rather have, you know, the cops get me than my father because it would have been devastating. So uh, hopefully I'm bringing my kids up that way. But when the kids don't have that, especially from a two parent household, I think it, it creates real havoc in, in, in our society. It's, it's amazing. And you get to do something that's so special. You get to talk to these guys behind you on the wall. And everybody has their own upbringing and stuff. But what I don't understand is today's society, it seems like every kid thinks that there is no struggle. But everybody had a struggle. I've never talked to somebody that doesn't done incredible things in life without struggles. Um, but for me, I hope he doesn't grow up in a mentality of where his struggle is something to hold him back instead of make him stronger. And it seems like everybody on that wall back there, and I know a lot of those guys, and the guys I've talked to through my career, is the struggle made them stronger, not angry. It made them stronger, not feel sorry for themselves. Um, they pulled themselves out of the dark holes and, and, and made themselves better. So I just hope we create more of those. And I'm hopefully I'm creating something like that um, with my son. Yeah, one of the interesting things, Mike, is when I do speak to all these guys and I ask them the discipline question about how they're disciplining their kids and if it's different than when they grew up. And almost every one of them says, oh, it's far different than when I grew up. I grew up with uh, the spankings, the belt, the switch or something like that. And they talk about like a harsher discipline. And they, they all say that they testify like that's not how I choose to do it. So I hope that, um, you know, that doesn't take away from some of those lessons. They, they've all obviously went on to do amazing things in their lives. It didn't affect them in a negative way. And I think, you know, society kind of pressures, pressures us to um, not spank our children, to not be so hard on the disciplines. And I think that interferes, interferes with a way uh, a lot of dads would have uh, chosen to discipline their kids had it not been so uh, afraid to do it that way. That's interesting you say that because – when do you separate the guy that's successful and then look at his child and say, well, his child didn't do the same thing as his father did? When do you look at that and go, well, you chose not to discipline him the same way your parents disciplined. I'm glad my, I'm glad I got the belt. I'm glad I got the, I don't want my mom and dad to find out that I did this. I'll take, I'll take the rap, for, you know, and um, it's going to be different. It's going to be interesting because of the fact that I want to see, the great things that my parents taught me and to fight through, I grew up with dyslexia, so I was already fighting as a kid nonstop. But the way they disciplined me while controlling nine other kids is tremendous. And I don't think the way they did it is wrong. Um, is it harsh in today's society? Well, yeah, in today's society, you can't, you can't even talk to your son with a high-pitched voice or something like that. So it, it's a little bit fragile nowadays. Um, and then... I don't know how well you know my my girl, but Mona's Mona's uh, we call her the Romanian gangster because she she's straightforward. She's from East Coast, um, originally from Romania, but she got to America not speaking the language and makes herself a multimillionaire without any help. And so she's very strong, very independent woman. So, and again, like your family, she's kind of the discipline in, in the family. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how we raise them, and see if we can create something. Even better than me. That's the goal. I mean, as a father, we got to a certain level, right? But we want our kids to be able to start at that level and move up from there. That's the ultimate goal for me as a father. That's what I would hope. So I don't think I'll baby him. I don't think I'll be today's society of coddling. Um, I'll give him a, a yeah, get your butt moving uh, attitude.
Yeah, and I think that's one of the important things, too, of the two-parent household, that you have that other parent to able to play off of and pick up where you can play that good cop, bad cop, or, you know, your, your spouse's or your, your partner's philosophy on parenting is different than yours, and you can make them work in a cohesive manner, and it provides the best upbringing for the child possible. So uh, I think it's good all the way around. And how about another thing that's tough, Mike, for a lot of us is the time, work balance, uh, work-life balance, uh, especially when you become a new parent. Now, you said you're working with the Hercules series. You've got some other projects that you're working on. How has that? Have you been able to manage um, the time balance very well? How have you kind of worked that out? Yeah, we were good about this. And I think you said something earlier. If the people don't know, I am old as can be. Uh, and the one thing that I'm glad about is that I'm glad I waited until this stage uh, because I'm mature enough now to have a son. I, I'm financially in a place where I can have somebody and I can take care of them. Um, but something else, I had a partner in crime, baby mama, Mona, in charge of saying, hey, I got this over here. I'll take care of all this. You go take care of this stuff that we need to take care of. So when it came to um, scheduling and working out, she said, the, one of the first things she said to me is, you ain't going to miss one workout. You ain't going to miss one meal. You're going to get your sleep. I got this over here taken care of. You get out there and create. Um, so it was a great partner in crime. And I know that a lot of people don't have that. But, I mean, the one thing I was lucky about, and I, if they can take, if, if some kids listen to this, this is one thing that I think I'm so happy that I chose. Um Yes, you fall in love with somebody. Yes, that happens. And then at the same time, you go, well, I'm just going to have a kid with this person. At some point, just like any kind of big decision like this, and that's even a bigger decision than a business decision, is at some point you got to look at the other person and say, can this person be responsible enough to help me and raise a child? And, and I know that's a tough thing a lot of kids don't think about. They just think, hey, I'm in love. I'm going to have a family and have kids. Slow down just a little bit if you can. I know that might be going the other way, but uh, the one thing I, I could see with this is that she was strong enough that she could handle a child with or without me. And I was like, that's somebody that could definitely, we could, we could do this. Yeah, good stuff there, Mike. And what about as far as any other? I know you, you mentioned the Hercules there and the um, uh, American Gladiator. What, what kind of other projects or goals do you have for yourself here for the future? Well, right now we got two movies out. Uh, well, it's actually four movies. Um, <laughs> Generation Iron Four is out right now with me. Uh, Sups, the movie is out. Um, Con Man, where I play a hitman, and then the uh, Youngest Pledge, which is a comedy that I'm in. So we're we're helping PR those four movies. Um, on top of that, we are focusing right now. We just launched, I guess, worldwide. My team here, Tony. Uh, we launched my own vitamin series lines, the Titan series. And they just hit the Middle East. We're moving into uh, uh, Japan next, uh, the Philippines and uh, Korea. So that's big time for us. Um, been waiting a long time to do that. And then just focusing after that, it's just Hercules. I got to give this everything. We're filming overseas. So as soon as the borders open up and everything, I am off to film, ride horses and kick some butt. Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to drop a link to the vitamins in my in the description of this podcast episode so my dad's listeners can get over there and check it out. Last thing I'm going to hit you with here, Mike, you may have touched on it a little bit in some of your responses, but I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for the new dad or for the about-to-be father who's out there listening? Whew, um, be present. Be present. Um, put down the stuff, focus, uh, and give that time. Um, and the one thing that I think you'll say as well as everybody else has said is it goes fast. The, the, I mean, we were just talking about having a baby. Now he's a year and a half old. It goes fast. 
Um, and there's some moments you've got to take pictures, of, but within your mind. So be present. Yeah, very well said. I love the message. It's been an honor for me. I got to say, Michael Hearn, you're a first class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. I appreciate it, man. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Mike O'Hearn for giving me a few minutes of his time here. It was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Lock it in. A lot more action still to come your way this week. Tomorrow on the podcast, former NFL player Jack Brewer will be joining me. He spoke at this year's Republican National Convention. I'm going to cap off the week with a Frogman Friday edition of the show. Follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace to find out which Navy SEAL will be joining me here. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for watching First Class Fatherhood. Please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers.